This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. The Dunedin Multicultural Council is a non-profit organisation that works to support the multi-ethnic communities in Dunedin. Since many of our members are migrants, we focus on providing opportunities to get to know people and develop new skills, networks and links with the wider community of Dunedin. Lawful lover. Hi, this is Peter Kesha here with Dunedin Multicultural Council on Air, part of Otago Access Radio 105.4. We do this every Tuesday at 6pm and I'm glad to be back. I've been away in Samoa on holiday. Yee-hoo! We left in the middle of winter and arrived into, well when we left Dunedin it was 7 degrees and um, when we arrived in Samoa, it was like 25 degrees, and that was 11 o'clock at night. Beautiful. And, um, well, what an experience. It was great to be there. And like I said, coming out of winter and into, well, summer, <laughs> it's just uh, perfect. We stayed in the village. We didn't stay in any hotels we were there. When I say in the village, our family lives half an hour east of our pier, which is the capital city on the main island of Apollo, Western Samoa. So it took us about an hour and a half to drive from the airport to our village. First, first thing my auntie asked me is what I want to eat. <laughs> Food's a very big thing in Samoa. I said I wasn't hungry, but I felt like drinking koko Samoa, which is um, basically cocoa that's been crushed and well, it's cooked first and in a pan and then um, ground down into a paste. And it's just... Um, Cook all water 
and sugar. Beautiful. Uh, we woke up the next morning, went for a walk, went for a swim, and thought we'll catch the bus into town. I'll tell you more after this song. Catching the bus in Samoa. Go out, waiting on the road. There's no timetable. Hey, you can tell the bus is coming because they play full-on reggae and they have um, subs, like deep bass happening and boom boxes in the bus. So you can hear the bus a mile away. And um, a lot of songs you might recognise, but they're in Samoan, but with reggae beats. So the travelling on the bus is really cool. No windows. Um, the buses are full <laughs> and um, it took us about half an hour to get into town and um, if you'd like to get off to notify the driver, driver you can't call out and there's no 
buttons to press or ropes to pull to ring a bell, you have to tap a coin, usually a tala coin on the window or on the side of the window or on any part of the bus and that will notify the bus driver to stop. So, yes, quite interesting. And then um, the bus hub in town, full-on buses, um, and, and <laughs> the buses are pimped. Like, they've got heaps of graf- um, cool uh, paintings and graffiti drawn on them and um, being quite a um, religious um, society, there's a lot of um, uh, Bible things on buses and references to God um, but at the bus hub people everywhere people walking around guys walking around with um, drinks on their shoulders selling them um, food's been sold there music everywhere people walking around everywhere um, great atmosphere um, and you can catch a bus to virtually anywhere on the island you just gotta wait <laughs> you get the right one uh and what was quite interesting in Samoa, uh, for us staying in the village, it, it, it um, has its own law, and own system. Uh, in the morning at 6 o'clock, uh, there's a conch shell which is blown that signifies worship. So, and this is usually when, before, uh, as the sun's coming up, and sometimes in the morning you'll hear a gong, going and that's calling for um a village meeting or villagers to meet and they might have a project like cleaning up the village or helping somebody or doing something and also at night there's um the conch shell that which blows well when the sun goes down at six o'clock which uh signifies worship everything stops and people sing and it goes on for about half an hour till the sun goes down and sing, say prayers, and um, then it says your supper time. And at 10 o'clock, there's another conch that blows, which says, um, signifying that um need to be off the street, time to, um, you know, calm down, sleep. So it's quite interesting. The sounds in the morning, I found it so loud. I mean, like, um, roosters crowing, dogs, but even during the night, dogs barking, um, these gongs going, the conch shell being blown. It's, um, you don't need an alarm clock in Samoa, I'm telling you. There's so much sound. You know, it took us, uh, after two weeks of being there, slowly getting used to it. Very interesting. Yeah, it, um, wonderful being part of um, village life.
city of uh, up here vibrant so much music so much life people walking everywhere music everywhere um the market what a great place to go there's two main markets in up here there's the fish market which is all fresh fish um great all open and just a covered roof like warehouse with um a roof but no walls so um you can just walk in from any side and um yeah just um haggle with the um with the, with the traders people are bringing in fresh um produce every day and uh, the markets kick off like six seven in the morning and go right through till you know four or five o'clock um yeah good place for shopping and for buying food lots of supermarkets um you know um dairy products are very expensive in Samoa. um so if you're going to visit family or friends take chocolate <laughs> um yeah we just um soaked it all in the um the atmosphere of the city uh people are very friendly it's easy to get around there's cabs everywhere um and um it's basically like three tala which is probably equivalent to New Zealand two dollars to get a cab driver to take you, you know, anywhere within the city limit. Um, yeah, it's, um, well, it's a real experience, uh, especially um, coming from New Zealand too or, or, or from a, a Western world where we um, uh, are used to our certain ways of life, like um, 
you know um, our timetable of that nine to five thing, where um, it's quite free, I mean, especially in the village. Well, it's not. I mean, you are going to the uh, kind of a village timetable, but it, it, you're more um, in 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 the flow of natural things of nature like I said with the sun coming up the conch going and the sun going down and you know doing things like gathering food going into into the plantation Um, that was another story too for me going into the plantation wonderful I suppose too um, it's like going home and in the plantation you're right away from everything you're just in the you know it's like being in, in a tropical forest I'll tell you more let's listen to a song hope you're enjoying the program Boya ina This is a story of hope. 
We um, have um, land which is on the side of, um, well, on a mountain, I was going to say, on, as well as on the side of it. And um, my cousin lives at the top, and he lives there all the time. He stays up there. There's no electricity, no power, no um, phone, no running water. So he collects his water from, from rainwater in big um, plastic bins. And, um, wow, so beautiful up there, so peaceful. And um, he seems quite happy. And I can imagine a lot of people being happy um, in that environment, just away from everything and just being in nature and living off nature. Um, he sleeps in one fully, in his or house, which is just um, like a traditional Samoan fully with coconut um, tree um, as, as um, the poles holding up the roof which is a tin roof and a wooden floor uh, which is raised up about a metre off the ground a couple metre and a half off the ground and um, he just has a mat in there on a bed with um, yeah just um, one sheet uh, very simple and another folly which is uh, set up like a kitchen um, they just cook things on the fire he does have a gas ring there but in, I don't know if he had any gas when we were there we, when we arrived up he, got, he asked us if we wanted a drink and we, we followed him and um, he, he had this big long stick which he knocked a couple of coconuts well about six or seven of them off, off a coconut tree then cut this uh, 
put a wood off another tree and sharpened the point with a machete he had on him. Stuck it in the ground and um, took the husk off the coconut and got his machete and cracked the top of it. And then, um, yeah, we had a beautiful drink. Really um, good way of um, hydrating yourself. Coconut water. Drink it while you, if you're in the islands. The best thing to drink is coconut water. And eat coconuts, eat fruit. Um, yeah, it's a, kind of a natural way to cool yourself and hydrate yourself. Um, but... um. The plantation, so um, any everything grows there. I mean, it's, it's stick anything in the ground and it'll grow. Um, it's quite humid in Samoa. I noticed it was like around 70-80% humidity. Um, yeah, and also what was interesting too, up on the mountain, it's actually cooler. The higher you get, the cooler it gets. So, um, yeah, it's, it's nice up on the plantation and... Um, just being able to eat food that you grow yourself and um, um, just being away from the internet, uh, looking at TV, hearing the news, all that. Um, you really don't miss it when you're in nature. <laughs> it's absolutely beautiful. Um, I think I might do another program on Samoa because I see I'm going to um, run out of time, but I'm going to play as another song. Um if you've got any questions about Samoa, please feel free to contact Otago Access Radio and get my contact through them. But, um, yeah, um, take care. Hope you enjoyed our program. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.